Hi, this is Lindsay Miller, and you're listening to the Arkansas Times Week Interview Podcast, recorded Friday, May the 20th. On this week's edition, we're going to do a sort of grab bag, talk briefly about the massive state surplus and likely tax cuts to come, Arkansas's college funding formula, Lyon College's plans for the Heifer campus, Supreme Court intrigue, election, odds and ends, and who knows, maybe even some more. I'm joined, as usual, by Max Brantley. Hello. So, no no huge story this week. Lots of interesting ones, though. So, let's just kind of hit on a bunch of different topics and, and start with something that we've talked about repeatedly and you've reported on quite a bit, and that is this just enormous state sur- surplus and, and what we're going to do with it. Democratic Gazette's Michael Wicklon uh, wrote about it, interviewed governor and some legislators. Uh, it it now seems it's going to be one and a half billion dollars uh, by the end of the fiscal year, and all of the talk is about cutting taxes, not about improving services. Yeah, and remember that this one and a half billion is on top of an existing surplus fund of one point two billion, plus tens of millions squirreled away elsewhere. Well. As, as I said this morning, uh, the state has artificially deflated the revenue estimates intentionally to raise this surplus. And, and, and as you said, and as the article said, the governor wants a special session to lower taxes. Some people want some tax breaks for small businesses and farmers. Uh, maybe they want to speed up the income tax cuts that take effect beginning July the 1st, do them retroactive to the 1st of this year. I didn't see a single person quoted that talked about doing anything for services. I happened to read uh, yesterday a complaint from Phyllis Bell, who works with assisted living centers, and who said that their funding hasn't increased since 2014 and that they're in, 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 in several have closed because they don't have enough money. Well, that's something the state could do. And then I just, I just before you call me, got a news release from DHS about how they're going to send $100 million uh, to child care purposes. Now, this isn't state money. This is federal rescue fund money. And part of the reason we're flowing in money is because the federal government has pumped hundreds of millions of dollars into Arkansas. Well, that money is going to go away. And what are we going to do? We're, they, they're bragging about this child care money they've got to help people who really need child care help and lord knows that's a a huge need in arkansas and they're not talking about taking a look for when the federal money dries up maybe continuing that child care support doing something about employee health insurance for school teachers i I mean the list goes on and on but it's uh that's I, i i'm kind of wasting my time talking about this because the only the only hope for any consideration for poor working people in Arkansas is if there's a dying gasp in a special session, Joe Jet can get something done for an earned income tax credit for working poor people. But the the success on that record dating back six or eight years is that the Republicans in Arkansas just don't care about working poor people. That's not their constituency. Another Democratic Gazette story from Sunday, I believe, examined Arkansas's college funding formula and how's going. And as <laughs> you have uh, written for years and predicted when this was was being decided, it's a it's another rich get richer situation. And well, it, 
It's real simple because first of all, enrollment and number of degrees awarded are big determinants in how much money you get. And so guess what? The state's biggest campus that has the most upper income students that are most likely to succeed in college, the University of Arkansas Fayetteville, is getting most of the money. And it's really harmed schools that are struggling. It's it, UALR is losing money. It's had declining enrollment. It serves, uh, you know, different types of students, not all conventional students. And the, the previous chancellor of UALR, when they adopted this plan, essentially said to me, we're screwed. Well, he got fired not long after because he wasn't too happy with the way things were going with the UA system. And so and here we are. And, uh, you know, the, the, the state legislature t- likes to talk a lot about encouraging people in professions other than getting a degree in French and teaching school. But being a plumber, being an auto mechanic, working on jet engines, what have you. Well, that's exactly the kind of thing community colleges do, not always in programs that lead to diplomas, but that do provide industry with some very valuable workers who make fairly decent money after they've been trained at a community college. This, there, there have been some, some tidbits thrown to those kind of schools, but nothing like what's going out in the productivity formula. But we're, uh, we're just bound and determined to always to keep doing what we've always done and expect the outcome to be different. Speaking of college, uh, colleges, the, the, perhaps the biggest news this week was that uh, Heifer International uh, has agreed to sell its campus. It's going to retain two floors and uh, the, the buyer is, if not directly, Lyon College, uh, which wants to open a veterinary and dental school there, which was probably not yeah. anyone's best guess. Well, Arkansas doesn't have a dental school or veterinary school, and a lot of people think that would be a good thing. There's so many questions yet about the finance of this. They're apparently looking to this One Health, this entrepreneurial health services organization in Little Rock, which was kind of the driving financial force behind this to figure it out where they're going to get the money philanthropic. I don't know. Maybe it exists out there. Surely they're going to want some of the money that the state has been sending off to educate Arkansans and other dental schools and vet schools in other states. I just don't know. Lyon College isn't exactly wealthy. It's a struggling two-year school that almost merged with College of the Ozarks recently. It's only got 600 students. I think its future as an undergraduate college is is in some serious doubt and yet they're going to start a graduate school in little rock but their boosters are thrilled that there'll be a couple of professional schools in little rock and i mean it does it makes sense to have a vet school and a dental school here i suppose i'm not fully conversant with what the demands of the market are but if other states can have them i I guess maybe we we can too i think uh, the other thing that's being passed over although i wrote about it extensively when it first became clear what's going to happen is sort of the future of heifer international uh you know it's been here for years and years worldwide development organization with a, a noble history and many good deeds but its uh, workforce here has been reduced significantly from where it was its, it's next ceo likely won't live here any any more than the current ceo does and so you just have to, you kind of have to, and the world has kind of changed on what works for them and, and how they operate. And I mean, in one sense, does it really make any sense to be in Little Rock? Uh, if you're in a global organization that 
does a lot of traveling worldwide. You ought to be near a, a major international airport. So they say they're committed to Little Rock, and we hope so. And we'll just we'll just have to see. But so there's a, a real diminishment of what Heifer's been in Little Rock, and some promise of a, a new professional school, which would hire some professional people, which is better than the better than some of the industrial announcements we sometimes have in Little Rock. So. I guess the thing to do is to be hopeful, but but uh, I'd, I'd sure like to see a business plan <laughs> and, and and see what the finances are. I just I'm not saying I don't believe them. I'm sure they have one, but uh, I'm just curious what it is. You said Lyon College is a two year school. I'm pretty sure it's. Oh, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in four year. I'm in four yeah. year. I'm sorry. Its future is a four year school. Is somewhat in, somewhat in question. Uh, there, there was a kind of procedural Supreme Court decision uh, this week that you wrote in depth about that kind of probably flew under the radar of a lot of others, but that was really telling regarding uh, Michael Morton and arbitration. Yeah, well, it was, a, it was an interim decision that sent a case back to circuit court on whether a nursing home owned by Michael Morton could be compelled to... Uh, to uh, allow some people to sue them over poor care, or were those people uh, bound by arbitration agreements, which lock you into going to arbitration rather than court? They make you sign them when you go to nursing homes, and the problem arises because a lot of people go to nursing homes aren't aren't competent to sign something, so somebody else signs it for them. Well, if you've got a guardian or you've got a power of attorney, they can sign it, but sometimes whoever delivers the person to the nursing home says, "Yeah, I will agree to it," but they're not empowered to make the agreement. And there's really strong court precedent in Arkansas that says if you don't have a legitimate legal binding arbitration agreement, you can sue people. Well, what happened in this decision was, is Tim Fox went through 200 people at this nursing home owned by Martin in North Little Rock and said about half of them have legal enforceable arbitration agreements and half of them don't. But the Supreme Court said, no, we want you. You didn't decide that issue. We want you to just go through it and review all those first. Well, he's already reviewed them. Courtney uh, Hudson just blistered the, 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 the four person majority on this, which is essentially three of them are solid Republicans and said, you're reversing precedent here. The judge has decided this issue already. You're wasting taxpayers money. And what this looks to me like is a move away from long established precedent on these arbitration cases. And we don't know exactly where it's going to go, but we do know that there's some Supreme Court races coming in which the hope is they'll knock out two of the judges who are on the losing side of this case and we'll have a six-person Republican Supreme Court. And then you can bet every issue they decide will be decided in favor of corporations and not poor nursing home patients. And I, I, I think Courtney Hudson's opinion kind of suggests what writing is on the wall, and she spoke out strongly against it. Karen Baker and Robin Wynn, who were being challenged by dedicated, thoroughly Republican candidates for nonpartisan seats, were on the losing side. And so I, I just see it as a, as a real harbinger for what's to come for the Arkansas Supreme Court. Well, let's let's talk more about uh, election odds and ends as uh, the nonpartisan and, and primary elections coming up on Tuesday. It's two more days to early vote. Um, talked about Supreme Court candidates. There's also some some mud flying in a hotly contested Pulaski County 
prosecutor's race. Or maybe it's yeah, dark, dark, dark money on both sides. Uh, Will Jones, who's a current deputy prosecutor, is running to succeed Larry Jeglin. He's being challenged by Alicia Walton, who's a public defender and African-American, which I think she'll have a strong base vote there and, and is running something of a reformer to emphasize rehabilitation and being in fairness and who gets prosecuted. And well, the result and George Soros, the liberal guy who's a justice reformer around the country, has put $300,000 into a, into a pack that's spending money independently to elect Walton. Well, this has prompted a response from a, a dark money pack that seems to be tied to Richard Uline, the Wisconsin billionaire, who's also pouring money into Jake Beckett's Republican race for Senate and, and funds ultra-conservative people all over the country. And he's attacking Alicia's, Alicia Walton as somehow being soft on crime and by being a public defender is somehow a threat to criminal justice in Arkansas. It's some really dirty, slimy stuff they're running, and I think it's totally unfair what they're doing against Alicia Walton by design. Uh, Will Jones, to his credit, has made it clear that he has nothing to do with his ads, that he has that people are entitled to a defense lawyer, that he's doesn't want any, any connection with this. Alicia Walton hasn't been hasn't been so good about distancing herself from Soros's attacks on Will Jones, but uh, you know that's uh, that's that's the typical way in which a candidate they don't coordinate, of course, and in theory they have nothing to do with them. But I, I think if you think somebody's benefiting unfairly from dirty money, you ought to. You ought to say so, but uh, I, I I would I would predict in this state at this time, with current thinking being what it is, that winning a race for prosecutor by a black woman devoted to treating criminal defendants more fairly is not a winning campaign, but. You know, who knows? I, mean, I could well be wrong about that. And, I, and I'm not saying that as a, as a comment on her candidacy whatsoever. I'm just looking at the harsh political realities of the demographics of the market and attitudes toward crime and that sort of thing. Uh, any any other election-related tidbits that are on your mind? Well, it looks like the Republicans are going to pick a a gubernatorial nominee who never gave an interview, gave, gave only a single interview to any member of the press, which is just, and I don't know, that may be the truth by November. I'm talking about Sarah Sanders, of course. Uh, I'm just still mightily amused by the Republican race for Lieutenant governor, but I still think Leslie Rutledge will lead the ticket. Can she win without a runoff? And does she have a problem if she doesn't? That's a, a, a somewhat more interesting question. Uh, Chris Beckett's Lou Holtz endorsement. They might put him over. <laughs> yeah, Chris Beckett's Lou Holtz endorsement. That was that was that was a wonderful. I mean, if Chris Beckett tops five percent in the race for lieutenant governor, it'll be a good day for him. That's that's my prediction in that race. All right. Well, let's so, oh, go ahead. That's that's all I got. All right. Well, let, let's uh, move on to endorsements. What do you got this week? Oh, I don't think got it. I stopped. I didn't stop to think about it. What? A, oh, I'm watching Bosch, the the free version of Bosch series, and I, I I love the Bosch shows. I love I love the milieu of Los Angeles. I think that's part of the reason I like those shows. So he's a police detective in Los Angeles, and 
So I like those. And this new series, his daughter's become a cop. And so there's sort of the tension there, worrying about your daughter out on the main streets. So that's pretty good. I guess that's that's the uh, the highlight of my week. <laughs> uh, well, I'll give another TV recommendation, one that I think you would probably not like. But that's uh, the Hulu adaptation of Sally Rooney's first novel, Conversations with Friends. If you liked Normal People, uh, the adaptation that came out, I guess, last year, the year before, same people, similarly, like, adheres to the book. It's very naturalistic. Uh, they they cast actors in Normal People who hadn't been in much, were kind of discovered, and have gone on to greater things now. And I think the, the lead character, Francis, um, in Conversations with Friends, is a young woman that you know, recently graduated from Irish acting school or something and is just fantastic and is probably going to be a star. So it's on Hulu. If you like Sally Rooney, like normal people, like uh, young people uh, having affairs and not communicating very well, then I recommend it. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, everybody's... I might give it a try. I've got yeah. Hulu. I've got everything under the sun, you know. I can just I can just remember it long and remember the title long enough to punch it in. I mean, it the scenery is good. They they go somewhere to Croatia or something on vacation. Um, it's it's well, like it looks good. I think you might think it's too slow. That's why I would say you wouldn't like it. But who knows? No, no, no car chases. No car chases. No. Lots of lots of text messages. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody stay safe out there and we'll be back next week. See ya. We'll see ya. Bye.